Ugh, I'm not in the mood. Do we have to do this? Yes. Wait, are we recording? Okay, let's go. You're listening to The Allie Colbert Show. The Alley Colbert Show. I'm here joined by my co-host in life and on the podcast, Julian Pell. Hello. Julian Pell, welcome back to the show. Thank you. You're really, we're having a comeback. It's truly an honor to be here tonight. Really? You feel that way? I do. You usually, I think, I don't know if you always feel that way, but that's nice to hear. We're happy to have you. I am about to put on, why don't you tell the audience, actually, the listeners, what I'm putting on right now. Oh, wow. So she's putting on these hideous black flats black ballet flats ballet I wore, flats i wore these flats like what looked like these flats when i was a page at the page <laughs> you did started. yeah you had to wear black ballet flats oh really and my page uniform which was just oh blue skirt by the way that's so weird to think about that you can't like be like a dyke and be a page you had to wear, you had to wear these flats you didn't get pants oh. though oh wait that's not true i had pants also as a page? Well, they can't make you. Like, the men weren't wearing a skirt. You're right. I think I must have... You chose it. No, no, no. You were you more, o- of, no, more you, femme. No, you only have a skirt and a shirt. You don't have pants. You could have been like, I'm not comfortable wearing a skirt. And I could have com- started a whole protest. Yeah. I wasn't going to do that. Right. They probably updated it since then anyway. I don't know about that. Okay, so anyways, these black ballet flats that yeah. Allie has been wearing... First of all, they came to our house when she was away. <laughs> in Florida. In Florida. And I opened the box. Yeah. And I was like, this has got to be a wrong order. Like, these are so ugly. She would never have these. Right. And then. This can't be for our house. Yeah. So then she came back and I was like, what are these things? And she explained to me that they were sent for to pig. her for by pig. our pig. Our pay pig is back. People, if you don't remember this episode, this was a very early episode of the Allie Colbert Show. Where Julie and I did talk about our pay pig, who is a man that we met on Instagram, who sends us money if we tell him that he wants to be called our bitch. He wants to be called a pig Mm -hmm. and like a simp for us. And then he'll send us money. We don't send him photos like ever. We don't send him anything. There there is really. He did ask for an old pair of our sneakers last year, which we sent him. And now he's like, well, if you wear these ballet flats, I'll pay, pay you money for them. So, so Allie has to wear these shoes. I don't have to. I'm making <laughs> well, a she, deal. Okay, I so she's wear wearing them around flats. like all day and night to get them like worked in and like used. So well, they're more valuable the the deal. to the pig. But he's the pig. The reason why this pig stuck, because we've had a lot of pigs kind of try and come through I'm the barn take doors. I'm going to a picture of you right now. Because I come think through the barn doors. need a visual of how ridiculous is Because like uh, this pig consistently sends money. Until he, quote unquote, had to go to the hospital, which sounded made up. And we were like annoyed that he stopped sending his money. He was like, I'm in the hospital. But guys, just to be clear, he did ask for a relationship with us. You're not going to like this like, rude. position. Well, I'm not posting this photo anywhere. Like, just like move your legs a little. Yeah, I know I look hideous right now. I mean, there we I'm go. There we go. Oh, my God. This is amazing. <laughs> so I don't want to see because you ever not want to see a photo of yourself because it's going to depress you. Yeah, I'll show you later. I yeah. mean, just the shoes make everything funnier. I hate ballet flats. I think they're disgusting. They're if, I, if I had like a foot fetish, I would want uh, like to smell high heels or like I would not want to smell ballet flats. <laughs> anyway, 
By the way, I didn't know if you know this. We're obviously going to watch Daisy Jones and the Six after. I didn't know that it's loosely based off of Fleetwood Mac. Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac. I kind Mac. of figured. Yeah. Makes but sense. I didn't know that. And I do think that Riley, I don't know what her last name is. It's like Keo. Keo or something. I don't know how to say it. She's obviously a great actress. She obviously looks like her relatives okay you know lisa marie like she looks like them i can see that and i think she's a good singer i do find the character of daisy jones to be just very annoying of just like you think i want you think i want your help in this industry like i want to make it on my own like i don't want to be shaped right i know what a song is i'm like really because you're like a pill popping waitress and like the biggest agent in hollywood wants to make you a star and you're gonna just like slap him in the face what is that i hate that attitude yeah, it's a shitty attitude, but it's like a she shitty has attitude. She childhood issues. I, I, her whole thing is weird. I don't like. It's like a she's like that edgy manic pixie dream girl, and she like punches the glass into her parents' house. Just oh yeah, it's like just stop. You don't need to like get stitches for attention. Yeah, she's just one of those people. She needs attention, and yeah. it's just like the way she's like coming on to that main guy. It's yeah. just she's a homewrecker. She's a fucking homewrecking bitch. And her voice isn't that good. OK, but we love the show. No, I'm obsessed with the show and I do think her voice is good, but I don't think the songs <laughs> are that great. In not the yet, at least. They're fine. We're eight episodes in. Give no, me we're a not. fucking banger. <laughs> I want to hear one banger, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I was thinking about how when Julian and I, this was like a great way to to show that we were both Jewish is that we found this like amazing couples therapist that we loved. And she told us she was $400 and you couldn't submit to insurance. And we were like, oh, that's too expensive. And we thought she was incredible. Yeah. But you know you're a Jew dating another Jew when the value of the relationship is less than the value (laughs) of the one couple's therapy session. People are, well, actually, I don't know if I want to, I just have been having this thing come up for me where I find it kind of like hard to be, like have the identity I want to have in this relationship while I'm on my period. And what I mean by that is like I feel like I want to be seen as like this like masculine provider and it's kind of weird to be like daddy's on his period. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like I want to be like I want to like have like money and like take care of you and then I'm yeah. just like daddy has cramps. <laughs> it's just like you're like why are you so moody? I'm like yeah it's like, really your man's funny. PMSing. Yeah. It's like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's kind of hard to be like this like sexy more masculine energy when you're like bleeding. Yeah. So it's kind of a pain in the ass. I have questions from listeners. We're going to start with what is your cringiest hookup story? I was actually talking about on Erica Spira's podcast. She was like asking me if I ever like took my like shoot my like her her podcast called like shooters got a shoot or something. And I like, did you ever shoot your shot and like get rejected? And I was like, always like my whole life was getting rejected. That's like baked into the DNA of being queer. It's like you Mm. are always getting rejected. Really? Well, I just think the world is rejecting you. Oh. And there you for you reject yourself. So it's like, did you ever try and fail to like hit on someone? It's like, of course, I'm mm. like, I was pretending I was straight. Like everything was a fail. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's not me making fun of her question. That's me making fun of the yeah. queer experience. But I, I felt that way. But I, I was thinking about that time that I was dating this girl, like talking to this girl and we hadn't kissed yet <laughs> and we were hanging out and I like went to kiss her and she said no. Yeah. I no no Julian's asking me who not her different girl I did okay. that to her too she was like whoa slow down yeah this cracks me up about Allie <laughs> what that you're like kind of like out of it confident like 
<laughs> you're like not reading signs. <laughs> Why well, I did that with you? It's like a child. Like you just like go like overly confident, like go for it. I didn't and they're like, no, we're not there yet. I didn't realize. And the only time I've No, been, you didn't do that with me at all. The only time I've actually been told like, no, like this isn't working. Like I'm not reading the signs properly is when I hooked up, when I've gone to hook up with women that are like older than me. Like in their late 30s, early 40s. They're the ones that think I'm moving too fast. Really? Yeah. They're always like, whoa, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> but when I like am hooking up with like when I was in my early 20s, hooking up with like other 20 year olds, no one was like, slow down. Yeah. Everyone was just like, good job. Like, right. You did it. You have confidence. Like someone needs to make a move because lesbians never make so moves. So now you need to refine a little bit, I think. Refine? Why am I refining? Where am I going? I don't have to learn anything else. I know. I just mean like in life, I, you should think I should refine how I come on no, to people at bars. Thank it. you so much. Got <laughs> it. No, oh, that's it. great. <laughs> no, I appreciate the advice. I I'll definitely make sure I am a little more finessed with the next woman. Good. I I don't regret it though because if they would have said yes, I would have been thrilled. And when they said no, I thought they were making a huge mistake. Right. We could have had a fun night. We didn't need to sit around and talk about your childhood. <laughs> we could have had something fun happen but so the the one that was really particularly cringy was this girl who she talks like this yeah and i went to kiss her and she said no she's not ready and then we kept it was like midnight yeah we kept hanging out she's like asking me for like she's like i don't even have gum or anything i don't know why she said that as if she like didn't sm- i don't know what that was huh. about and then she's we're hanging out it's later it's later it's later it's like 3 a.m i go to kiss her again I'm like, why are you here if you don't want to like, I guess just to get to know me at 3 a.m.? That's not the best time for that. We yeah. should get coffee. She's like, no, I don't. Again, she rejects me. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Weird. This sucks. Like, this fully sucked. I didn't want to just hang out. I wanted to hook up. She's leaving now. It's 4.30 a.m. I'm walking her to her car. I'm like, bye. She's like, you're not going to hug me goodbye? I'm like, I don't really know what I should do with you. Yeah. And then I hugged her goodbye and she was like, that's it? And I was like, you want me to try again? And so I went what? in again and she did this thing where she like closed her lips so hard. Yeah. So it was like kissing like it was so weird. It was like what? so uncomfortable. Have you ever asked her? No. I, I know but you you talked to this person still. No I've never. She. I, I really you need to find out what that was. No I think she was worried about COVID too. Oh. This was like the right when COVID <laughs> was like getting around. Oh. She was like I can't. She was like I'm never going to be able to go outside again. I don't know. It was like psycho. It was yeah. psychotic. It was so weird. Wow. I've had a lot of cringy, cringy hiccups. Hiccup, hiccup oh, a stories. ton. I mean, you know the one that I told you about when I was hooking up with that? There was this guy. I always, like, thought that if I found a guy that, like, smelled the right amount or, like, was interesting enough, I would be straight. Like, I always yeah. was like, ah, I could be straight if I just find the right guy. Yeah. Which is false. There's no right guy. I'm, yeah. I'm a lesbian. But there was this guy who, like, wore nice shirts and, like, smelled good. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, you remind me of my dad, like, truly. Like, do you like cologne? Yeah, I love cologne. You do. I just, I think it's like, I mean, otherwise men smell bad. No, I hate it. I don't like how men smell. They smell yellow. That's the original. Yeah, yeah. They yellow. look like they wake up yellow. Oh, <laughs> but they're like wooden teeth. <laughs> they're like yellow and their tongues are white. Ew. And they like drink Gatorade. And, and they're like, like bedding is all yellow. Their bedding is like yellow or like cream and gray or something. Yeah. And like you see like all these hairs and like their bathroom yes. is awful. Their bathroom has like one roll of empty toilet paper. Yeah. Hairs and like everywhere. one brown towel. Like Ew. Five, like one bottle that is like 
toothpaste, shampoo, conditioner. Okay, that's like an body wash. It's guy. everything in one. That's gross. No, that's not who we're talking. That's not. No, you're that's right. Not that's what not, we're not a real in. guy. That's not. No, there's real men out there. Yeah, name one. That, I mean, I'm not gonna name names on here, but I Why? can name people. Name one. Just describe to me one person we know that's a real man. Who? That's not a real man. Yeah, but like in the way of like takes care of himself, like has a, a vibe going. Like that's most men don't have that. I think I thought I thought him too. Yeah. So just to be clear, all the men we're talking to talking about are 55. So that's <laughs> that's ridiculous. There should be a man. Um, I could. There needs think. to be men in their 30s. No, you know what? It's fucked. It's because of the economy. Men don't have money anymore. They no. Can't. You'd be very simple with this. So you don't need money. No. You do not need, you need mo- a little bit. You guys, you don't need money to be a hot man, says Julian. Breaking news. Huge yeah. controversial opinion from Julian. Yeah. You can just, just have. Just pretend you have money. Just pretend you have money. And you don't like, have to have a lot of money. Just spend money on Aesop soap. Exactly. Have an that Aesop is a soap. signature. Like, I care about how I'm coming across. I think you have lots of enemies on this one. <laughs> your opinions. I Let's that. think. Is there another, like. No, it could be any anything that's just like I care. Touches, but people think that's like a douchey thing. Aesop soap. Do they? Okay, fine. You don't need Aesop soap. You just need soap. some sign of. You just need soap. Yeah, but not like an overly scented. Like we've gotten to this conversation before. I on know. Here. I know. Like not like uh, oh, Irish please. spring. Leave this conversation. Like- <laughs> I want to bore the listeners. <laughs> but Irish Spring, yeah, like you like Irish. No, spring? it's disgusting. Or like Old Spice, or like something like that. Like I don't upgrade. mind it. Yeah, I really mind it. I like a classic, like like you need to have a signature scent. No, false. You need to have a signature scent. Why is that wrong? I, it's too. I'm strong agreeing usually. with you. A signature, like no, I'm just saying, have a smell that's their own. That is like an like subtle, si- meaning not axe, meaning not this, like that. I'm like some sort of like oil based, sure, essential oil vibe to them. Oh yeah, that's lovely. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. But when we first met, I remember I had to oh tell God. you to tone it down a little. With the cologne. Yeah. <laughs> My mom always calls what women wear perfume, yeah. famously, as cologne. Because she says it's not uh. perfume, it's cologne. Perfume's highly concentrated. Everyone wears cologne. Everyone has it wrong. She like has a thing about this. Really? Is that real? I don't know. I was so excited to wear that scent, like the, the scent that I had when I met you. Yeah. Because it smelled so good. I was so excited about it. I oh. even think I said to you, how good do I smell? And I was like, and oh, you thank said, God you brought this much. up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, really? I but I'm, re- would, I'm really sensitive to smell. Obviously. You're so sensitive to smell. It's annoying. You can't. She doesn't have detergent that has. No. She needs scentless detergent. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Do you really? I like how clothes smell fresh. No. Fresh is is neutral. Well, clean. If you want to be honest, when I first met you, all your clothes don't even. <laughs> Don't even. <laughs> <laughs> la, 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 la. So I met this guy. <laughs> yeah. And I thought he smelled good and he was cute. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take things to the next level with him. I might have also told this on the podcast when we were in that like club room that like Scott was moderating. Oh, yeah. But I went, I did that thing where I didn't shave to prevent myself from hooking up right, with him. Right. So I went to the bathroom across the street from the Gansevoort. Right. On Park Avenue, yeah. 29th and Park. Uh-huh. And I bought one of those razors that I, has baked into a bar of soap. And I shaved oh. my, I shaved. <laughs> That's so funny, those things. <laughs> you know? It's baked in. I know, I think baked. we talked. Yeah. yeah, and I shaved, I'm pretty sure I shaved my crotch in the bathroom sink of that CVS. Oh, went over to that guy's God. six-story walk-up and blew him. <laughs> <laughs> 
the middle of it, I was probably just like, are we exclusive? <laughs> you weren't like that. I wanted to have a boyfriend so that I could see if I could like make it work. Yeah. But I wasn't like addicted to boys. No, yeah, obviously not. Imagine you dating. A there boy. was this one boy that my mom like that. He was like, there was this group of popular kids in my high school. Now they weren't like top tier popular. <laughs> they were like middle tier popular. Yeah. They were like cool because they were fucking, but they weren't like whatever. It's just we weren't like the top of the top. And I sort of became friends with this like mid level popular group. Mm-hmm. And there were two girls and two guys and they were like couples and every, they would always go out together and they would all like blow each other in the same room. It was like really intense. Uh-huh. And there was like this one guy that hung around those two hot guys Mm -hmm. and they were like trying to pair me up with him because I hung around those two girls because I was probably trying to fuck one of them. I don't know. Yeah. And they were like, you should date him. He had like a weird name, like this, like the slug or something. (laughs) And I remember being like, mom, like, should I date him? Like whatever his nickname was. And my, my mom was like, well, why wouldn't you? Like, are you? <laughs> She's like, well, what would be, what would go wrong there? You don't think, you know, Slug's cute or whatever his nickname was. And I was like, no, he's fine. And I just like got really stressed out and started crying. Oh. And she was like, do you think like you might not like him? And I was like, I might not. No. And she was like, you think you might not like boys? Uh-huh. And I was like, no, I obviously like boys, mom. I like boys. It's not oh. that. It's definitely not that. And I remember just always my mom being like, do you know how to flirt? And like oh. always offering to teach me oh. how to flirt. That's so cute. I wish you would teach me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask her. She was like, do you know, know how to flirt? Do you want to talk about how to flirt? Should we and call her right now and ask her how to flirt? She don't know. A hundred percent. No. And she won't pick up. <laughs> and hey, girl, how's the morning going? <laughs> and I remember she was like so adamant about teaching Sammy how to flirt that when Sammy like didn't get a boyfriend, my mom was like, it's OK if you're gay. My mom like kept pushing it on all Wait, of us. What? She was. Yeah. My mom kept being like, are you gay? Are you a lesbian? Are you a lesbian? I was like, God, get off. Oh it was God. so annoying. Wow. I know. That's really cool. And also like interesting. Like why? She was trying she to get Sammy may be a lesbian too. She just wanted anyone to be, a, wanted people to feel comfortable. So I think she was offering it. That's so nice. I know. I remember I am. Um, I'm sorry. I'm like monologuing, but well, it is called the Alley Court Show. So I, I like came out as gay and I remember like a year later, we were, it was like New Year's. We were having this like family dinner and my mom was like making this speech and she was like, it's been a really big year. Ali came out this year. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh my God, bitch, shut up. I was like, <laughs> I being like shocked that she like put those words to it because I never was like, I'm coming out. Yeah. She was like, Ali came out this year. And it was like so cool watching them. My parents like grow into that. Like because they, they have their own experience of like a child that's coming out. Yeah. Where they're like not sure what they can say. They're like, you're, you're, you're a l- 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 lesbian, right? Aww. And then years later, my dad's like, dykes for life. Dykes for yeah, life. He you loves know what I mean? It. My dad. Yeah, my dad loves They both it. love it. My they dad loves that love I eat it. pussy also. Yeah. What's your cringiest hookup story? Oh, God. I just, I feel oh like. Oh, God. Everyone's cringy. Yeah. I feel like all of college. And then. Oh, God. I know one for you. The. What? This guy. I'm the, thinking about the the drive to Lehigh. The drive to Lehigh? You wasted getting that guy to drive to Lehigh from New York oh City. Oh, God. No, that wasn't a date. That was when I dated for like many years. <laughs> that was like a trauma <laughs> in the last relationship. I just no. think it's a drunk, messy thing. Oh, yeah. That was really messy. But I think like it, when I was a young adult, let's say 25, 26. Okay. Yeah. I was set up with someone at a wedding and I really liked him. And what? so I got incredibly drunk. That's like, the best way to get him to like you. Yeah, back. like blackout drunk. Oh my God, And I, I was so embarrassingly drunk 
for like so we hung out like at the wedding and then after the wedding I was just like drink as much as I possibly can because I, I don't know why I did this you were nervous yeah I guess I just like I don't know it was just, something didn't go right for me <laughs> <laughs> but then like looking back on that god I always over drink it was so I like I was what did you cringy. do what did you do what did you do? Cringy. What did you do? I don't remember exactly. I was like kind of blacked out. But then later, oh. remember someone tried to set me up with this guy again. And he goes, do you remember my cousin like met him? And he was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> tried, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Because you're so not what he probably thought. Oh, so not. And I thank go, God, oh, that sucks. <laughs> thank God that didn't work out. But right. it was, right. I was really upset about it. And I just was like. It was really embarrassing. Like like every step I have like flashes of it where I'm like, oh, oh God, I would just get so like horny when I was drunk mm-hmm. that I would hook up with anyone in college. Like I remember like just like I would be and but I wasn't like that much of a slut. So just to be clear by hookup, I kind of mean make out because like I don't really think I was like whatever. I don't need to tell you guys this, <laughs> but I'm like feel pressured by them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the three of us in a group. What do you imagine when you imagine the audience? I just like imagine a <laughs> one girl like brown hair singing in her car with like a nose ring. Her maybe I think she's her name's like Becky and she's just like dying. Oh, that's amazing. That's like your that's your ideal audience. I guess right that's there. just what I imagine. Like hey, Becky. the girl that I ran into at Whole Foods today. Oh, describe her. I just did. Oh. Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't imagine anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> in this case. <laughs> it's like this is your world 100%. I'm just happy to be here 100% so but I do remember one night when I came back from study abroad I was doing shots with all my sorority sisters because they were like each wanted to do a shot with me to welcome me home and there were a lot of them and I got really drunk and I started making out with the bouncer <laughs> at the, the bar <laughs> it was like a Irish pub in like midtown and the bouncer was <laughs> fucking heinous like middle-aged like deeply middle-aged and like like i maybe like six seven like both ways six seven wide six seven tall (laughs) and it was just an odd pairing and obviously male and i got really fucked up and then i left with my sorority sister and we went to the 4040 club oh my god and i gave her my bag and left on foot got in a cab, took the cab up to the Upper East Side, ran out of the cab because I had no money, no phone, nothing, was wandering the streets of the Upper East Side. Oh, God. Buzzed up to Madison's apartment. Oh, my, that was my friend that I was with. She wouldn't let me in because I didn't think she was there. <laughs> Madison? Madison for my sorority. <laughs> I peed on myself on the side of the street. And then Wait, I This isn't an embarrassing thing. Like, why are you sharing this? No one no one needed you to share and this. Then I but found, go on. Found my because I I've never drank again. Like <laughs> this is one where you're dying. I found up. myself to a diner. Oh yeah. And I fell asleep on the floor of the, on the on the bar of the diner. And the waitress, I asked if I could use the phone. I called my dad. He said, Where are you? I said, I'm on 24th and something. And someone from the background of the diner said, 68th and 3rd. (laughs) And my dad drove into Manhattan at 5 a.m. and put me in the back of his car and drove me home. And I literally have not gotten fucked up since. Yeah. That was so traumatizing to me how fucked up I was. Maybe I was a sophomore in college. Yeah. And I've never gotten that fucked up again. I hate getting fucked up like that. It's terrible. It's so bad. Yeah. And that was like nothing compared to what I used to do. Wow. The more you know. 
would you do yoga retreats if you weren't with Julian? No, I would never do yoga retreats if I wasn't with Julian because I never would have done yoga if I wasn't with Julian. I never would have gone on the first one. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I didn't even know what a yoga retreat was. I would be but like, you'd only want to do my yoga anyway. Your yoga? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like, would you go and, like, you like my I would class? T- I take other people's classes. Barely. With you, though. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, but you would want to go on my retreat, I think. Yeah, I wouldn't go on. Well, I'm not going to go on a retreat if you're not hosting it. I wouldn't spend my money on going to a yoga retreat without Julian. It's like, that would be weird. Like, you're going to be at home and I'm going to go to a yoga retreat. But it's also like, would because you, go you to think com- I'm the best teacher. Like, Obviously, just say it. <laughs> <laughs> obviously i think it'd be like me being like you're gonna go to comedy like you're gonna go to comedy shows every night that i'm not performing that would be strange i guess you could do that but we right that would be weird oh give us your favorite flirting tips for women which i've talked about like a thousand times yeah like people just always ask it yeah what i even look- know i know what you say you know what eye I contact it's always eye contact eye contact I know. longer than you think yeah, longer than you think what else anything else uh, I said touching, like even the innocent touches. Touch, touch yeah. the hands. Oh, nickname them. I nicknamed the girl right away. Oh, what's an example of a nickname? Well, you said this when we first started dating, that every guy calls you JP. Yeah. And I don't know if that's... It's kind of like a specific kind of guy. But is that because the iPhone offers the JP like as your photo? I don't know, but it has happened a lot. You have to life. nickname the girl immediately. And then when you get flirtier with her, give us examples of nicknames that aren't JP. Just like say the girl's name is, give me a girl's name. Rebecca. Immediately start calling the girl Bex. Okay. 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 Beck. Um, Samantha. Well, Sam. I can't think like that. All right. Christine. Okay. We don't have to. I'm just, this is fun. Teeny. Like give her something cute right. and like different. Okay. Like just give her the name that like is not the first <laughs> nickname, but give her like the, like the tertiary <laughs> nickname. So it feels like particularly cute. Not everyone's calling her that, uh-huh. but it does feel like you want to feel like you already have an in with someone. You know what I mean? What is so funny? You think this doesn't work or you're letting my words. I just think it's funny that <laughs> Julian does this thing lately. If I say something, she doesn't respond and I just have to listen to my dumb thoughts out loud. And we all just like, yeah, I let what her is, like reflect on how, dumb but what is funny about that? Um, teeny, I think was cute. Yeah, You have to give them a cute name, you know, mm-hmm. like, and then, you flirt a little more and then you start putting my in front of it. Like how's my teeny? How's my teeny? How's my best? How's my blah blah blah? Wow. Do that. You do that stuff? Yeah. I mean I would. Right? You do that. You would say to me, How's my jewels? <sighs> I'd be like, I'm sorry, what is We wrong weren't with we you? weren't texting enough. We got too serious too fast. No. You know, this is more for like the long game. Going slow with the long game. These people are gonna take time. Okay, they're not. I mean, hey, they're lesbians. They could close the deal fast. You're, but I said, I said, my is more flirty. But definitely doing the touch right. the my hand. My is borderline like too much. You think? Yeah, it's so cute though. Maybe when you're dating. Yeah, when you're dating. Why can't you? I'm saying when, when you're, you're dating. dating, not when you're like trying to date. Well, I think it's an illusion that you stop flirting when you start dating. You actually keep flirting. No, that's what I mean. Once you're actually dating with someone. That's what I'm saying. Then you can say my. Correct. Before that, don't do that. <laughs> okay. And then I also think you can, I always think sending songs is great if they're not too cheesy. Oh, you sent me, like you didn't send me songs. <laughs> that is like such a love language is sending songs. Yeah. That's an easy way to do it. It can yeah. be corny, but if people don't like it and they think it's corny, that person's not for you. Because when the person you like is sending you songs, you listen to every lyric and imagine it's coming out of their fucking mouth. And that's really cute. Yeah. That's cute. And playing with their jewelry is cute. 
And, but I think this is like even before that. Like this person probably doesn't even know how to cop a feel. Right. Right. I don't know. Do I? I my advice is always like the boy cheer advice, boy cheer. which is like order ahead of time for them. Like if they're going to a restaurant, be like, "What do you drink?" And then like have it there. Yeah. Like something. Yeah, like you did that. that to me. I loved it. Something like that. Yeah. You know, I think that's cute. But that's less of like the flirty girly advice. So I don't right. know what your girly advice, Julian, would be. Just sit there. And I don't know. Pony. Like I said, I want to ask your mom for flirting. Want to ask my mom how to flirt with me? Yeah. What I, are you but saying? I never is, felt like so I knew weird. how to flirt. You want to ask always, my mom? My fiance is going to talk to my mom about how to flirt. That's weird. Man. I'm just curious. Like I, I don't know how to classically flirt. Well, because you're just yourself. You're not playing any games, which in and of itself is really cute. I know you're, you're. Stay with us, honey. I'm here. You are. Yeah. Okay. So here. Okay. You see that Gen- Gwyneth Paltrow is getting a lot of flack for no can you tell me what that's about so Gwyneth Paltrow by the way the people who posted the clip of Gwyneth Paltrow talking about what she was eating was Dear yeah. Media oh because she did a Dear Media podcast okay so what is and she, what I just have say? to say I love Dear Media why do I actually have to say that anymore I don't we're fine I mean <laughs> I'm not with them anymore but we're fine we're not on bad terms yeah. but the TikTok team does post videos that are like damning Really? Like the way that they edit them, I always felt was like they were trying to fuck me. Like they would post the one clip <laughs> of me saying something so fucked up and uh. they'd be like, Allie Colbert. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> take that down. Uh-huh. It'd be like, why does Harry Styles wear lipstick? And then it would just like jump cut to me being like, that's gay. Uh-huh. And it's like, I'm like, stop. <laughs> so they had Gwyneth Paltrow okay. talking about her diet. And she says she wakes up and she has something around noon. She has something that doesn't spike her blood sugar. So she'll have like coffee or something. And then she will have... She'll dry brush her skin, which is at twelve weird. I like don't like how she's like talking about herself like she's a horse. She's like, <laughs> she's like, she's like, nah, coffee, and then I shake out my fleas, and then I go into the stable and I eat hay. I'm like, please stop. She kind of looks a little horsey too, in a way, like a hot horse that I would fuck. What I'm just saying, like, so she dry brushes herself, and then she goes into infrared. <laughs> By the way, she's like, I hate imagining like a fifty year old woman dry brushing herself. Not to be ageist once again, but like. I'm not a- any age woman or man. I don't want to <laughs> imagine you dry brushing your like snake skin. It's weird. You know what I mean? It's like that peeling. Snake no, but like, what does that mean? Like dry brush. It's, you just like run the brush off, like on your skin. By and, the like, way, this is her answer to what do you eat in a day? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. It was like, what do you eat in a day? She, said she, she was like, brushes. I dry brush. I brush my sh- my flake. I flake the flake <laughs> off. And then I go. She's like, can I go in the infrared sauna? At noon. Yes, this woman, what, what is this woman doing for a living? Please. Please. She's busy. No, I know she's busy. She's got a... So what is she doing all morning? Maybe goop. she does work all she's morning? She's got a goop, bloop, gloopity, gloop, gloop, gloop. <laughs> goopity, goop, goops. What does she have to do? She doesn't need to do anything at this point. She could sit around and dry brush all she day. She gets to. She gets to. <laughs> so she goes into the infrared sauna. She comes out. So now she's dried the fuck out. She took a morning shit from that coffee. Her <laughs> breath stinks. She's dry brushed. And then she sweats. She almost passed out because her blood sugar is so oh, fucking low. She hasn't eaten yet. Then she, then she has bone broth. Perfect. I'm sure. I bet you there's no one in the world whose breath smells more than one. <laughs> fucking sauna, dry brush, black coffee, and fucking bone broth. You stink. No wonder your husband doesn't live in your house. He can't fucking share, <laughs> share a room with you. Nothing better than a girl's breath who's been eating donuts all day. That's whose breath smells good. Give me a girl who smells like chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. Okay, so she's fucking dried out. <laughs> She's dried out and anemic, eating bone broth. <laughs> then 
then she's not back to no eating. I'm sure if her oh. blood sugar spikes, she has like one peeled Marcona almond. And you're making an assumption now? I don't know what she eats for a snack. She says she doesn't eat, and then she goes, and then for dinner. She just eats dinner? She goes, and then dinner I have paleo. I do paleo, so a lot of vegetables. And then after dinner, she intermittent fasts. So she eats one meal a day. Yeah, she eats nothing. And everyone commented and said, fuck off. You're starving yourself. Yeah. That sounds like a fucking Auschwitz diet. Yeah. That's like a Dachau diet. It's one meal a day. It's fucking broth, and then you are in the heat, and you're going to pass out. That sounds exactly like World War Two. So what's going on here? So everyone's saying that's fucked up. That's like such a. Well, why is it fucked up? It's just what she does. Well, because it's like she's promoting like this is normal. Like this is wellness. Uh It's not really wellness. I mean, here, look, I'll play the audio. Ready? Wellness routine. Now I eat dinner early in the evening. I do a nice intermittent fast. I usually eat something about 12. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the morning, I'll have some things that won't spike my blood sugar right so i i have coffee but i really like soup for lunch um i have no one likes for lunch a lot of the days try to do one hour of movement so i'll either take a walk or i'll do pilates or i'll do my i'll cut my wrist for an hour and then i get in the sauna i dry brush and i get in the sauna so i do my infrared sauna for 30 minutes at this point i'm angry eat you know according to paleo so lots of vegetables it's really important for me to support my detox what are you detoxing from the bone broth you have no (laughs) detox what is she detoxing from she's detoxed by now people by the way this idea like how she's presenting herself this is called an almond mom the what people call these, these people almond moms what's that this is like almond mom culture like, this is, like, a specific type of mom. Almond mom? Almond mom. I love that saying. <laughs> I get it, but, like, explain. She's, like, an almond mom. Let's, let me look up the definition of almond mom. It's probably on Urban Dictionary. But that's what they're called. It's, like, no peanuts. <laughs> no, almond. Almond mom is a parent, typically a mother, who pushes disordered eating and fitness habits onto their children, offer, often under the guise of health and wellness. Oh, so, like, have a snack of an almond? Oh, my God. I have an almond mom. I have an almond mom for sure. You have an almond mom. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, is a mom who pushes toxic dieting like suggesting their child eat one almond when they feel hungry. Oh. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's so accurate. Oh, wow. That's fucked up. An almond mom. There's a lot of moms like that. Yeah. By by the way, I'm saying hilarious because I think the word like that phrase is so perfect. I don't think it's funny. I think it's fucked up. I I think people misunderstand I want to clarify because I think people misunderstand my feelings towards because I've had a few comments come up about this. Mm-hmm. So maybe people don't misunderstand. Maybe there's just a few people that got triggered. But I have had my own struggles with like disordered eating. And I think these things are real problems. I don't think they're a joke, even though I do think Gwyneth Paltrow is like funny in the fact that she's like a character. Someone someone commented there like this literally sounds like a colonoscopy prep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you like, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's like really not a lot of food. And that doesn't sound very fun. No, it sounds really bad. I am like, really looking forward to making our gluten-free chocolate chip cookies after this. When I, Julian eats gluten-free. When I, so I guess I kind of do too. But when I think about eating soup point. for lunch, the only time I ever like regularly ate soup for lunch was when I worked at 30 Rock and I would go to Hale and Hardy. And the soup I had for lunch was the opposite of bone broth. They have yeah. a soup called broken lasagna. <laughs> It is like the f- <laughs> fucking. It is the best name for a soup. It is literally like if you took a lasagna and just fucking like meat grind that thing and then yeah. put it in like thick 
cheesy tomato sauce. Mm. It was so fucking good. It was like a pepperoni <laughs> pizza smoothie. It was delicious. <laughs> and I would be like, wow, I just had make soup today. I'll just and have just get, soup. Just get broken lasagna. They would also have like chicken pot pie soup. Mm. Just like the most disgusting, yeah, amazing, delicious. I love Hail Yeah. Mary. Well, when we did Chroma, that cleanse, we had a lot of soup lunch. I know, but you were, we added a lot of protein and vegetables to it. Yeah, well. And isn't, isn't Chroma her thing? No. I think she like likes it. Obviously, I don't know why she wouldn't. It's exactly what she eats. Chroma is like more food than she eats. She's like, so, Chroma, she'd probably gain weight. Yeah. Also, the Oscars, I just wanted to say, Jamie Lee Curtis's acceptance speech. Do you remember it? We won an Oscar. We, we won. won an Oscar. Yeah. To the man who took out the trash of my house once. <laughs> we we just won, won an Oscar. Oscar. To the woman who cleans my street. We won an Oscar. Uh-huh. Like, I just like, I what I liked about the Oscars this year, even though it was definitely so fucking mind-numbingly boring, was that a lot of the speeches were like, I mean, other than Jamie Lee Curtis, who's the OG Nepo baby, a lot of the speeches were like, Mom, I'm 75 and I just did it. Yeah, people are so attached to their parents. Oh, yeah. That we was having, one of my takeaways. We were having this thought. I liked the, I liked the, like, the rise to it, the American dream of it all. Yeah. But yes, people There's are definitely attached to their parents. Yeah. It was it's like, wild. Mommy, look. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. Like, I know. everyone. It's, it's like, like, get over your parents. Uh, <laughs> Are we the only people who don't care about that? (laughs) (laughs) I am. And and by the way, we, out of all the people I know, are probably two of the people that are the closest to their family. Like, we're so close to our parents. We're so, we're two people that our parents are still together. I have a thought. What? I think that it might be like, they did all of this, like, wanted to, like, show, Um, like, prove that they're, like, good enough or, like, valuable or like worthy and the first person you want to prove that to is your parents i mean but so they're like look mom look dad but who would who would you thank if you won an oscar not your mom and dad first i mean i would you thank julian i don't know you won an oscar right now oh god that's here i'll give my no i can't i'm nervous I don't know who I would thank, but yeah, I would obviously like acknowledge them. Would you write a speech? But it wouldn't be a whole speech for my parents. Would you write a speech? If I was nominated, yeah, for sure. You would write a speech? So I knew like the the basic framework. I really disagree with that. For you, I can't see you not writing a speech though. You'd get lost. Yeah, I need to know like, okay, here's like a few places I I think it's such bad karma. No, whatever. And also you don't, no, and you don't want to like know, like that's so like, you don't want to prescribe it. You want to let it flow out from you. Like the best speeches but are so organic. will flow. Oh my God. But I remember there, there was that one person that like totally rehearsed and it was like, you just Ew. like didn't like her Ew. after that. Ew. I don't remember who it was, but you were like, remember we both were like, wow, she memorized that. Oh yeah. I don't see. I don't like that feel yeah. to it. I want it to feel like natural, mm-hmm. like spontaneous. But I definitely would thank my mom and dad. Yeah. I, I What I can imagine happening for me is I would want to thank, I would have the instinct to thank my ninth grade English teacher, Mrs. Hand, who had such a huge impact on me. But I would then want to acknowledge the fact that she hasn't responded to my emails in a decade. (laughs) And I would actually get angry and triggered at her during Uh the acceptance speech. Uh And I kind of keep coming up against this in my fantasy where like I really do, I am grateful to her for the impact she's had on my life because it's been like huge. Mm. And I'm also so angry at her. Mm. And I really am troubled by that. <laughs> Wait, the Allie right Colbert podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I am. Yeah, I understand. 
people don't know that story actually and i can't get into telling the whole thing now other than the cliff notes which is that i had an english teacher who was hysterical and Lynn's cracking up that this podcast is once again about me she's like i can't believe it she's like they want to hear from you 100 percent. it's like a therapy session for you the whole oh god can you just grow it (laughs) you i like you are so funny with your like big scrunchie just sitting there Allie got these big scrunchies today because someone asked her to be her bridesmaid. And in the box was scrunchies. Scrunchies. What do you a think? A candle. I can- oh, I forgot to. Yeah, candle. Champagne. Like yes. th- what, I, what I would imagine is in a bridesmaid bo- bridesmaid's yeah. box. Will you be my bridesmaid? Will you be my bridesmaid? It's like the bridesmaids get their own proposal. Right. Which is what it is to be a woman in 2023. Right. There should be a photo shoot of me getting the bridesmaid box. <laughs> and then I post that. And I'm like, I said yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I had an English teacher who was fucking hysterical. And then when I graduated high school, she like chatted with me for a little. And then she was hysterical. Funny. Really? Oh, my God. That's the whole thing. I never knew that. That's the whole thing. Oh, what? I thought you just loved her. I didn't know that she was. funny. She was so funny. She like taught me how to be funny. No way. Yes. I like was not as funny. Oh, wow. I mean, I was always I always had it in me, but it was like. Fully, like she was basically doing stand up in the class. No way. Yeah, and everything funny she said, I wrote down and I published and I made a little book for her. And that's what really made our. That was after my freshman year, and I I called it a joke. It was like a joke book, and oh she my thought God. it was amazing. I didn't know she was funny. You never said that. She was beyond hysterical, like Ugh. the most sarcastic, deadpan, witty, clever, the funniest wow. woman alive. And I was blown away that there could be like this, like woman who's like in her 60s who's like hysterical and brilliant and like i just thought that made her so phenomenal and cool. like oh it was amazing and she we had she was like you're the daughter i've never had like it was amazing mm-hmm. and we had this like really profound connection and she mentored me in so many ways and then she stopped replying to my emails and told me it was too hard to like talk to me it was too emotional for her and like every time i say that out loud i can't believe that's real i was 14 why was it so emotional for her i don't know like she because she retired and couldn't stay in touch with me or didn't want to and I just feel like to like as a 17 year old girl having that happen to me was so confusing and I felt like in so much pain from that so yeah that was pretty that was one of my first um you know rendezvous with loss I just wanted to say you guys for all of you that have ordered merch I'm so grateful and I'm so excited for you to get the merch because the merch is so fucking cool and we still have some of the merch available. It's on my website at AllieColbert.com slash shop. And there are three pieces. The Allie Colbert Show crew neck, mm. the tight pussy energy t-shirt, and the Colbertos t-shirt. I can't Here's, wait to get that. I'm so excited for them to get here. Here's the deal with the merch. If you look at it and go, ah, I don't need to get it. That's so cool that she has merch. Think, of it, think about it like you listen to my podcast every week, which you get for free. And I don't run ads on this podcast. It's just strict, enjoyable, delicious content for you guys. So if you want to support the show or support me in any way, buying a t-shirt that you get to wear that is fucking gorgeous and I design is amazing material is a great way to do it. So you have artists that you love in your life. This is your way of saying, okay, I can spend $40 and support this person and the work that they give me that I get to listen to and enjoy and I love your texts and I love your comments and I love that you subscribe, but, you know, what does it <laughs> keep the merch. lights on? doesn't keep the lights on. So I would love that. And they're all limited editions, so these will sell out and then you won't be able to get them anymore. Yeah, Jay. Yeah. Limited D, limited ED. We're the Alley Colbert Show at gmail.com. It's 833 722 
I love all of you guys. I'm grateful for the Colbertos every day. Mm. And uh, the pod's so fun. It's so fun. So thanks for letting us do it. Now we're off to watch Daisy Jones. I put my grease in the wheel. (laughs) 